Welcome to Halley HealthCast, the wellness podcast from Halley Health, your partner in helping you live your healthiest life. Every episode on our podcast addresses a new topic important to your health and well-being, bringing in expert doctors, therapists, fitness and nutrition experts, and more to offer advice and answer your most pressing questions. It's winter, a season of cold weather and time spent mostly indoors. For many of us, this means less exercise and a lot more sitting around. But our health and well-being shouldn't take the season off. So today we're talking winter fitness tips, exploring creative and fun ways to stay active even as the snow falls outside. Here with us are two experts from Carl Health and Fitness Center in Bloomington, Illinois. Jenna Serrata is a wellness manager and personal trainer. She's an American College of Sports Medicine certified exercise physiologist and an expert in exercise science. Joining her is her colleague Adam Shook, an expert in health, fitness, and nutrition. He's a certified health coach and a fitness coach and personal trainer at the center. Welcome to you both, and thanks for being with us today. Let's begin with a very broad question. Ms. Serrata, why is it so important to stay physically active year-round, even during the winter months? Health in general is just important in, in physical health and mental health. So just starting off with the physical health, staying active year-round for our physical health is so important because we take a few weeks off and it's hard to get back into a solid routine. We tend to be more sedentary in those those winter months. You know, we don't have the fun, let's go for a walk outside, it's nice, let's go golfing, play with the kids going on. So it's just even more important to focus on getting some physical activity, get that in a routine, because like I said, we take a few weeks off and it's like starting from scratch all over again. And then on the other side, mentally, it's it's so important to focus on your mental health and exercise is great with that. It's a great stress relief, time to take your mind off your your busy day, whether it's work, whether the kids are driving you crazy. It's kind of a nice half hour to an hour to do something that you enjoy, get the body moving. And it's also great for your mood. So in the wintertime, especially in lovely Illinois with the brutal winters we sometimes have, you know, it's easy to have depression or just be in a bad mood. So getting physical activity and releasing those endorphins can really be a, a good impact on our mood as well. Wonderful. I completely agree. And Mr. Shook, why is this important for all ages? I mean, why should kids, adults, even older adults all make sure they're staying active again year round? Yeah, I tell all my people, I, I work with a generally older population, but I do work with some kids. But I, I always tell people the benefits of physical activity are there for you, you know, no matter how old you are, no, no matter what kind of chronic issues you're dealing with or aches and pains, the benefits are there for everybody. Sometimes the older population kind of forgets that or they feel like, you know, they, that they're too injured to move or too, too old to move. But the benefits are there no matter how old you are. And then I, I always preach that exercise is a, a cornerstone or a keystone habit, meaning whenever we are exercising, those other health behaviors like getting good sleep, increasing the amounts of fruits and vegetables, trying to reduce our stress, maybe eating out less, eating less fried foods, all of those things tend to make more sense and are a little bit easier to do when we are physically active, right? You hear people say, well, you know, I don't want to ruin the progress I did in the gym, of course, you can't ruin the progress you did in the gym by your diet, but all of those health 
other health behaviors are a little bit easier whenever we are physically active. Um, and I would say, you know, the, the benefits are equally there for the kids as well. And then setting a good example for your children with the healthy habits, you know, eating a colorful plate, being active, trying to go outside as much as you can. I know I picked up on that a lot as a, as a kid. I was, you know, an athlete as a kid and that, you know, shaped the person who I am today. So I think the benefits are there for everyone, but all of those health behaviors start to come a little easier when we are physically active. That is so important. Thank you, Mr. Shook, for sharing. Okay, so we know we need to stay active, but when the weather's cold and we're busy with holidays and get-togethers, it's just so easy to not get those workouts in and, you know, stay on the couch and keep watching Netflix. Ms. Serrata, how can people stay motivated? How do you stay motivated to get your needed exercise in during these winter months? Um, Yes, I love that you said stay on the couch and watch our Netflix. It's so easy to do for all of us. One thing that that I tend to do for myself is I bring my gym bag with me to work. So many times I say, oh, you know, I'll go to work, I'll run home real quick and get changed and I'll go back to the gym while me running home to get changed turns into, you know, me sitting on the couch or me having a million things to do at the house and then you never get back to the gym. One little thing that works for me is I just come fully prepared. So I have no excuses. I go right from work to the gym. Nothing that's like, oh, I I have to run home. So kind of making it that priority. You have to get there. You know, it's important to, to do. It's It's not just something that, oh, if I have the time, I'll get to it, but really making it a priority. And another tip that I tell to a lot of my clients and is also helpful for me, having a gym buddy or a partner to help keep you accountable is is really beneficial. This could be whether it's just a friend that you walk with or group classes are a great way to do this. I take a lot of group classes personally, and you care a little bit more about missing when you know the next time you come to class, someone might give you a little bit of trouble of, hey, where were you? We missed you. So having a gym buddy or a group class to kind of keep you accountable, keep you coming is just another great resource to stay motivated. Absolutely. Such a good idea to have some accountability, especially with other people. I do the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) And Mr. Shook, anything else you'd like to add? How do you stay motivated when it's cold? I just know that, you know, movement and physical activity is the foundation of my physical and mental health. So whenever I stop doing that, like I mentioned before, all those other things seem to just become a little bit more difficult to do. I, I try to motivate by myself by, you know, thinking about how good I feel when I'm done. Like Jenna said, the, the mood boost that we get from that, I, I really try to hone in on that and focus on how, how much more energy I have after I work out. But a lot of that I'm focusing on, I'm getting my people and asking them, how do you feel when you're done? You know, we want you to feel good. We want you to feel energetic. But when it comes to motivation, sometimes we, we can't always rely on that, right? I, I speak a lot of motivation can come and go like the afternoon breeze, right? There, you know, you may be motivated one minute and then you see a commercial for, you know, Applebee's or something. You're like, well, never mind. I'm skipping the gym today, right? So we can't always rely on motivation. We have to rely on, you know, the foundations that, that we built ourselves upon. And a lot of that can be discipline sometimes, right? Where I don't necessarily want to do this, right? Like your kids don't want to do your do their homework, but, you know, you make them do it. So some of that, you know, goes into yourself as well. We have to be disciplined and we have to do what we know is good for us. I use like a little drill or um, with, with clients as well. It's just write down the reasons why you work out. 
those are some motivations for you right there. So those can be some quick things that you can, you know, put in your car or at the office where you, you will see that. You will see all of those reasons why you're active, why you move, whether it's you, you know, I identify as an active person or like how I, how I feel better or I want to be able to, you know, get down on the ground and play with my kids and my grandkids, all of those reasons. So I would say that people are more motivated than what they think they are. They just have to have someone kind of bring it out in them. But we can't always rely on motivation. That discipline does have to be some sort of the, the process. So all of those things play together in keeping us consistent. Absolutely. Some great advice. Thank you so much. And Ms. Serrata, in terms of setting goals, which is also a big part of staying motivated and moving forward, what is your approach? What do you find works best? Goal setting is, is a huge part of staying physically active. And, and a little bit of piggybacking on what Adam said in our assessment process here at the center, we focus a lot on that big why. You know, why are you here? Why why do you want to be physically active? Now, that can get tricky because a lot of times we tend to hear the, you know, lofty goals of I want to lose 50 pounds, I want to lose 10 inches, all these lofty goals, which is great, great to have long-term goals. However, we try to focus on kind of the smaller-term goals, things like, you know, the first time you came into the center, you were winded just walking into the parking lot. Now you've been coming for a couple of weeks. You're not as winded. You have more energy. You can walk up the stairs with a little less pain. You're sleeping better. We tend to focus on those big goals that we see every day. So the scale, how clothes are fitting, things like that. And again, those are great long term. But people get frustrated when, you know, in two weeks, we, we want answers. We want to have things right now. Well, in two weeks, you're not going to see all these big changes. So we try to really focus on those small term goals. They're achievable, right? So we're not setting ourselves up for failure right off the bat. So kind of focusing on smaller goals that we might not think about every day, but when you go back and think, you know, I do have more energy or I did get down and and play with my grandkid and I was able to stay down on the ground a little bit. And when I got back up, it wasn't as hard to get back up. So focusing on those smaller term goals And the more we focus on those, the more the long-term goals are going to come with it. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Thank you. And Mr. Shook, we all know that setting goals is often the exciting part. Reaching them is what's hard. Once someone sets their goals, how should they set out to actually accomplish them? How can they keep their, you know, eyes on the prize, so to speak, even when the going gets tough or daily life gets busy or all the other reasons we've listed as to why people don't work out sometimes? Absolutely. Yeah, like you mentioned, it it will be tough, right? No one yeah. it's success is never linear. It never just goes, you know, it's never as good as it might seem or it it it's always more difficult and you will have some things, some barriers that will come up. But I, I tell my people and I tell myself, you only fail if you just give up and you stop trying, right? You're you're always gonna have those those bumps in the road. That's why it's nice to have a coach or to have a support team to help you when it comes to those because it will happen. It it will for sure happen, but you only fail if you give up. So that's something I try to get people to understand is there's going to be ups and downs just like there is in life, right? We have good days, we have bad days, but we have to persevere through um, and we kind of have to have that discipline like we were talking about. Um, some other some other things that help people or sometimes does not help people is we have this, we call it all or nothing thinking or this all or nothing mentality. So this was something that I experienced. I used to be able to work out for, you know, over an hour for five times a week and life changes, goals change. And I would have that mindset of, you know, 
this is only going to be effective if I could do what I used to do. You know, if I could be here, you know, five to six times a week for over an hour and yada, yada, that's not very healthy way of thinking things through. So I tell my people there, there are more percents than zero and a hundred, right? We, we, there, we have to find um, the balance in life to not be all in or all out, right? We have to be able to find, you know, it's okay if we just work out one time a week. And I tell my people that it's something is always better than nothing, 100% of the time. So whenever you understand that, you're able to be more consistent and to kind of really get the health benefits of the exercise rather than talking to yourself with that negative self-talk. Some of the things that we do is, Jenna mentioned this a little bit, but talking about process goals instead of outcome goals. So instead of thinking, okay, yeah, I want to lose the 50 pounds. Well, let's talk about the process that you're going to need to do to get you there. So let's set process goals, meaning, you know, if I want to lose 20 pounds, well, let's look at setting a goal when it comes to our step count. Okay. Let's try to increase our steps on a gradual basis where we're not trying to go straight to 10,000, but we're trying to increase those step count and trying to be more active. Um, or if you've wanted to run five miles, well, let's not set the goal as that. Let's try to, you know, do it weekly or trying to, you know, run 30 minutes a day, so one, just being more, more flexible and giving yourself more grace with don't think it's all or nothing. There are other percents between um, zero and 100. So trying to find that and doing what you can when you can. But goals are important to help you stay consistent. Now, that all or nothing reminder is something I have to tell myself all the time when I'm thinking of my workout goals. So, all right, we've got our goals and we know how to reach them now. So let's talk about some specific ways to stay active during the winter. Now, you both work at Carl Health and Fitness Center. And for our listeners who have access to a gym, fitness center, or the local Y, do you have any advice on how to best take advantage of these resources? And Ms. Serrata, we'll let you weigh in first. For these winter months, those, you know, the Y fitness centers and gym is a great resource because like I previously mentioned, we can't get that regular activity that we get to have in, in the summer months of our walks and, and our golf and all the fun things we like to do when the weather is nice. So fitness centers are a great resource for this. And um, the nice thing is, like, like at our center here at Carl, we have lots of different options for any any kind of person, any kind of activity they want to do. It's nice. A lot of times we have members who in the winter are like, well, you have an indoor track. We just want to come in and walk, which is great. But a lot of times we start them out by walking and that can end up getting them involved in a little bit more. We do here at the center have what we call an HHQ, so a health history questionnaire that all of our members have to fill out. This just gives us a good idea of kind of where they're at medically and if they do have some medical concerns, we can send it to their physician and, and get a signature just to make sure all of the activities we're going to help them get set up with is safe for them to be doing. So we do have them fill out some health history information. And then everyone here actually meets with a coach and, and gets a program that's specifically for them. Um, I always tell people, you know, They'll come in and say, well, I'm not a runner. I hate to run. Okay, well, we're not going to have you run then. But, you know, there's something that, that everyone enjoys to do, whether it's in the pool or it's a group exercise class or we have a training and performance center with sleds and medicine balls. So just kind of finding out what works for you. If you don't like it, you're not going to do it. There's so many options in fitness centers and gyms. So, so taking full advantage of all of the things that they have to offer. 
some people we see like to work out alone and they'll come in with their headphones in and it is just their hour of no one talk to me. I am jamming out to my green day and doing my thing and, and leave me alone. And then we have other people who it's a huge social aspect. Um, we tend to have a lot of retired people here at the center. So half the time, I think it's a little more social than it is actually physical activity, which is a-okay too. So we have all, all types of things, whether, you know, it's just your hour that you get to kind of come and do your own thing or it's your time that you get to kind of socialize or take a group class. It's a spot for everyone. And again, you just kind of have to find what it is that you like that's going to get you there. Because if you don't like it, you're not going to do it. So just kind of finding what works for you and then sticking to it. And the gyms and the, the Y and the fitness center, whatever you have access to, are a great resource to kind of find that physical activity that you enjoy. I love it. Gotta love that green day. <laughs> yeah, Jenna, I did not know you were a green day. I know. Day. <laughs> it gets this me pumped up. Me. I do. I do like green day. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, Mr. Shook, is there anything you'd like to add? What resources do these fitness centers have that our listeners might not be aware of? Or better yet, maybe you have a great workout song for us too. <laughs> oh man, I have to. I'll answer that at the end. We'll see if I come up with anything. Um, Jenna, Jenna, Jenna did a really good job of explaining the different reasons why people are active, whether it be you know a social hour, all those things. One thing that our gym is unique with, and it's not it, other gyms have similar things like it, but we do an initial fitness appointment with most of our members. We try to get all the members to do it. This is where the, the member sits down with the coach and goes over, you know, that, that health questionnaire to make sure that, you know, they are cleared to exercise because it is important for you to get clearance from your doctor because, you know, we just had a safety meeting yesterday where, you know, we kind of share these stories and you, you never know what's kind of going on. So it, it is good to kind of get that checkup and to make sure that you are good to go. So that's something that we're confirming with our members. But we do meet with them and we, we design goals for them with them in mind, right? They're the one that kind of sets those goals. We help them with that. So I think it is vitally important for you to not, for you to go into the gym with a plan or for you to get help. If you are not sure what you're doing, it's most likely that you won't stick to it. I, I tell my people, if you are confident in your movement and you know you are doing things correctly, you are more likely to continue to keep doing them. I, I know a lot of people who come to the gym, like, I'm not sure if I'm doing this right, but I'm just going to wing it they don't wing it for very long, right? Because they're not going to stick with that if they're not sure that what they're doing is helping them or they will typically get injured doing things the wrong way. So making sure that you have a plan that is built for yourself, that you um, are doing things the right way, that will go a long way with one, your actual results that you will get and just the, the confidence that you have in the gym. Because we see a lot of people here who tell me, you know, I in a million years, I never would have saw myself being an exerciser. But with the help and the structure that we give them um, or just any coach, any personal trainer can give um, exercisers, they're more likely to stay consistent with that. So if you are absolutely clueless about the gym, please seek support, right? If you are absolutely clueless about your taxes, you wouldn't wing it by yourself. So don't do the same thing with, with your exercise. 
So whether it's hiring a coach, everybody benefits from a personal trainer. Um, I was working out the other day and one of our coaches came up and goes, hey man, you might want to like look at doing that a different way. You know, there's, you never know what you're looking like when you're doing movement and everybody benefits from a coach. So even if it's a one-time thing to just make sure you're doing the machines right or how to work the cardio equipment, um, all of those things can go a long way with keeping you consistent and keeping you on track with your plan. Um, I'm an M&M guy. I listen to M&M when I work out. Not Green Day, Jenna. Sorry. Mar- Mariah Carey. Is, uh, Mariah Carey's not bad either. That's uh... I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, whatever the song is, what as a- long as it works, right? right. <laughs> well, Ms. Serrata, what about our listeners who don't have a fitness center or a gym nearby? Or maybe they're just too busy or, you know, we're talking about the winter. Maybe the roads are too bad to go out on. How can people get exercise at home this winter? Yeah. So a lot of times, uh, you know, we think physical activity, we're thinking, okay, I need to cut out an hour out of my day to do an actual workout. When in all reality, physical activity can be something that you're getting at home in your every day, vacuuming the house, walking up and down the stairs, doing our laundry. I've seen, I do not have kids myself, but I've seen my friend's kids' playroom picking up your kid's playroom, the amount of squats you're doing, just bending over and picking those toys up. Incredible. I turned my watch on one day when I was like in a full deep cleaning mode of my house and like the amount of steps and movements I got just from moving around my house, vacuuming, picking things up, doing the laundry, doing the dishes. That's still physical activity, even though it's not a Zumba class, it's not on the treadmill you're still up and moving, which is what we're encouraging here at the end of the day is, is getting up and moving. So sometimes not always focusing on, I have to carve out an hour to do this class or do this workout, but just be up and moving and be aware of, okay, I've been sitting on the couch watching this Netflix show for three hours now. Maybe I could like get up and clean my room or get up and vacuum the floor or just walking, you know laps or doing sit-ups in, during the commercials. We don't have commercials as much anymore, but if you're watching <laughs> actual TV, <laughs> so not necessarily focusing as much on, yeah, an actual workout, but just being active at your house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some great, great tips. Mr. Shook, any at-home workout tips from you? It's tough, right? I mean, don't, don't think that, you know, just because people are health-centered or an exercise professional or whatever it might be, that it's just easy for them. It, I, I have worked out at home, like, very few times. So it, it is challenging, right? So give yourself some grace. And I think, you know, Jenna hit the nail on the head with, if we're not exercising, we need to be as physically active as we can. I, I can't stress that enough with steps and movement in general. But I have a website that I like to recommend to people, Fitness Blender. So the blender, like you would make a smoothie in with fitness in front of it. So fitnessblender.com. It has been one of the best resources that I have came across in my years. It it allows you to pick certain equipment that you have and the type and style and intensity of the workout. So that can be something you do if you are not a gym member or you just can't make it to the gym that day. That is an option. Here at Carl Health and Fitness Center, we do have a virtual option for our members so that they can do that online. Um, so that that's another way to go. Environment's huge, right? Oftentimes when people are say, I work out at home or I have a treadmill at home, and then it, right after that they go, it's I throw clothes on it. So, you know, it may just be changing changing the atmosphere around around that workout area in your house to make it more conducive to you moving there instead of you not. 
but it is tough to work out at home and environment plays a big role in in our health decisions. But, you know, I'd say do what you can when you can. Um, I think Jenna gives a lot of good tips when it comes to being more physically active Um, and short little workouts can go a long way. But fitnessblender.com is is one that I um, have used personally in the past, and I've had a lot of clients use it as well, and it is pretty user-friendly. YouTube has a lot of just you can type in random workouts there too. The the Internet is a wild thing, and you can get all sorts of things, whether it be good or bad. But (laughs) those are some options for you when it comes to working out at home. Yeah, YouTube is great. I'm a big yoga with Adrian girl, so I do those go. almost every day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> some people are different. You're like some people like to do yoga at home or some people like to exercise at home. So if that's for you, there is plenty of resources out there. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, so many great ideas for both at the gym or at home. Now, Miss Serata, I know you kind of touched on having kids as a workout in its own, but for <laughs> listeners with kids, how can the whole family get involved with some of these winter workouts? Yeah, having kids is is a workout on its own, gosh. Um, But here at the center, we have lots of options for kids, and I know that other gyms do as well, but we have some programs here that i just like to touch on. So Kickstart is one. It is for children from 8 to 13. It's kind of similar to, like, PE. We just get kids moving, tag, dodgeball, obstacle courses, It's amazing how kids nowadays, like, don't play dodgeball anymore in PE. I was shocked (laughs) by this. (laughs) Um, But instead of focusing on more structured exercise, more fun ways to just get kids moving um, and and keep them healthy. So that's one thing we have. We also have a family swim time at the center where kids and their parents can come in. We have two pools. So, again, nothing structured, but just some good quality time with the parents and the kids, I I truly think if kids are watching their parents choose healthy lifestyles, it's going to fall on them. You know, if if your parents are taking the time to eat healthy and exercise, you see that as a kid and and you want to try to model after that. So kind of setting those good examples for your kids by getting them involved, getting them exercising in a safe way, of course. So we try to focus that here at the center and then we also have um, a thing we call family-friendly hours. So on the weekends, uh, children between 11 and 13 can come and use the equipment with their parents. So they're with the parent the whole time. Again, it's a good bonding time, but you're bonding over something that you're hoping is a lifelong change for them. And they, they take the physical activity to heart, and they like it, and they continue it throughout their, their life. So... Um, Just trying to set those good examples and having the kids watch their parents and exercising with their parents to, again, hopefully set these lifelong instincts inside of them. Um, And then at home, I know obviously everyone doesn't have uh, the option of going to a gym. There's tons of things you can do at home. Playing like the floor is lava at your house or scavenger hunts, obstacle courses, I was babysitting my friend's kids the other day. We had a big dance party, and oh my gosh, I was so sweaty and like ready to be done by the end of it. Kids have so much energy. I'm like, you keep going. I'm going to watch this one. But yeah, anything you can think of. We used to blow up a balloon and see how many times we could hit a balloon back and forth to each other before it touches the ground. And then kind of flipping back to the YouTube, 
YouTube has a million resources. They've got kids Zumba on there that we can do, kids workouts. So just kind of using your resources at home as well. Absolutely. Well, I love all of this information. I have one last question for y'all, and I'll let you both weigh in. The big picture here, if we have one main message for our listeners this winter, what would that be? And Mr. Shook, I'll start with you this time. Very good question. So I would say if you struggle to make, whether it be a healthy lifestyle, whether it be exercise, a part of your life, um, whether you want to increase your fitness, lose weight, whatever it might be, if you struggle with that, I really encourage you to get in front of a good quality coach. I think that can really change the way that you view movement um, and get you consistent with it. I think that can go a very long way with getting someone who knows what they're doing and can show you how to exercise to your goals. Um, I, I think that that goes a long way because exercise is the world's best drug, right? It's the fountain of youth. If we were ever going to come up with one, it's never going to happen in our lifetimes, but exercise makes you younger, right? Inactive 60-year-olds are older than active 80-year-olds, right? We, it slows down the aging process, and it has so many different and positive outcomes, literally in all, every facet of your health, every, every part of your life, it is going to make better. So, if you struggle to do that, the benefits are there. It, it, sometimes it just takes some good quality people in front of you to help you make that change and find what is going to work best for you. So if you struggle to do all that, to struggle to accomplish your goals, I would highly encourage you to get in front of somebody or have a plan um, with someone who knows what they are doing. Wonderful. And Ms. Serrata, any advice from you? I live by the phrase, if you don't move it, you lose it. So even even just taking a few months off, just the winter months, makes a huge difference when you're going to come back. So get moving, stay moving. You're going to feel better physically. You're going to feel better mentally, emotionally. So even if it's cold, find something that you can do to just stay moving. Wonderful, wonderful parting messages. You both have truly been such great guests. Thank you so much, Ms. Serrata and Mr. Shook, for joining us today and for all you do every day at Carl Health and Fitness Center to help keep so many people healthy. That concludes today's Halley HealthCast. Tune in next time as we tackle yet another topic important for your health and well-being. And remember, Halley Health is your partner in helping you live your healthiest life. Visit Halley.com, that's H-A-L-L-Y.com, for resources, information, tips, and much more. Let us help keep you and your family healthy and well. Thanks for listening. We hope you tune in again. Music